Welcome to the Snap UK podcast. Now, we're here at the end of possibly one of the most exciting weekends of football ever seen, according to, well, every other podcast, every person on Twitter, and a multitude of podcast dogs. So um, I'm a very attractive and very tired host in a very cold doghouse. And with me, I've got Johnny Frash, I've got Jimmy G, I have Griff, and I have a man bringing the sunshine. <laughs> G-Lo. <laughs> So, uh, say hello, gentlemen. Hello. Good evening. Hello, gentlemen. So, all four divisional games were won with the final kick of the game. And there's uh, plenty more to be talking about. So, let's kick off with the action and start with the game that had the most action-packed two minutes, apparently since I ate a bucket of Vindaloo. So, not that we're scripted. (laughs) So, uh, if we start with Buffalo Bills 36, Kansas City Chiefs 42. Griff, you watched this one live. What happened? <coughs> I did watch it live, and I'm seriously regretting it now because I haven't been to sleep. Uh, well, this this would have been the greatest single game I've ever watched if it wasn't for the shonky overtime rules, which ruined it. Which is an awful place to start with this game because the game was great, but we will circle back round and tackle the fact that they have to change this if you want to have a spectacular ending to an amazing game. We have the best pair of quarterbacks currently playing in at least the AFC, if not the NFL as a whole, who are reaching their maturity at the same time. You know, three years ago, we were worried that Mahomes was just going to dominate everything and no one would get close. And Josh Allen is now close. They've both had huge dips this season and they've both rounded into form in the playoffs at the right time. They went blow for blow after each other, which I know is something everyone on this podcast likes. And they just, <laughs> it, it was basically, they should have just given them boxing gloves and let them go at it because that's what it was like. They, Gabriel Davis, I mean, how many touchdowns has he got this season before last night? Two? Not many, yeah. Two. And he now is the first person with four touchdowns in a playoff game. Can you imagine it as Rocky and even Drago stood in the middle of the ring just absolutely socking each other? It was Doing what? Socking each oh, other. Oh, yeah. Well, it was just incredible. It really was. <laughs> it, it, I've Honestly, I was. it was an amazing thing. I don't know how to articulate it well enough while being half asleep, but it's so reassuring to know that there are a level of quarterbacks that we're going to get to watch as Brady, Roethlisberger, Peyton, etc. are all slowly disappearing, retiring one after another. The next generation is going to be awesome for another 15 years. It's going to be incredible. This is the next Manning-Brady, you know, it feels contest, like it. isn't it? I think I think we're going to see these two players playing each other at least once a year, if not more, if providing they can both win the division pretty much every year for the next ten years. I mean, fuck the championship game and the Super Bowl. I want a two out of three out from them two. Uh, yeah. th- from this, th- this was this was ex- so exciting. Um, I fell asleep because I have I lack the uh, intestinal fortitude that Griff has, and then I woke up, watched it, and I was like. I'm still really fucking angry that I fell asleep at half time and uh, it was absolutely brilliant. Really was like such a great advert for the game. And then the overtime, but you know, even then, even then the overtime was still like, you know, just, just to watch Mahomes in his pomp, just going toe to toe with Allen. It's fucking great. Yeah. There were 31 points scored after the two minute warning. Which is madness. Absolute madness. And Mahomes threw for 188 yards and two touchdowns in that in that period, which is just 
That's better. Josh Allen's throw for about 170 as well. You look at so there's probably more yards in most games in two minutes. So in those two minutes, they scored more points pretty much on average than Daniel Jones will score in a game. Yes. Yes. Just wanted to shit on the Giants early. <laughs> Just get that out of there right right away. The um the, the, there's a statistic um like there's a what the, like the xg a quarterback xg and it's like expected points per play. And basically, a good expected points per play is 0.1. These two managed 0.5 uh, this week, which is basically off the scales. So it's like it's not even worth mentioning because really, because normally, because it's such a boring stat, but because it was so completely absolutely. Did you know no one else mentioned it? I was going to say you're <coughs> plumbing the depths of the statistical <laughs> but, but books there. It, it, it's, but the, 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 it was just a great great thing to see I've loved it do you know what I, I thought was really interesting when, when I watched it back was like Mahomes since he had his toe injury you know over 15 months ago whatever that was has never moved quite the same has he yeah and like if you watch him moving around the pocket moving the pocket getting outside the pocket Mahomes moved better than I've seen him move since he won the Super Bowl and interestingly Josh Allen is now passing the ball better so the the two areas where they'd both maybe not quite matched each other. They've they've managed to, in different styles. Some of the throws Mahomes made as well on the move. You know, Jimmy G, if you're watching, um, <laughs> you know they're they're crazy. You know, and they are changing the sport from what we've seen with the pocket passes. You know, we'll come on to to Stafford, but he's probably going to be the last ilk that people are going to look for that type of quarterback because you can't look at people like. Josh Allen, Mahomes, and say, do you know what? I'd love an Alex Smith or I'd love a Ryan Tannehill. But, but franchises just aren't going to do that, are they? So I, I think they are redefining the position. You know, we've seen people come in and attempt to do it, but this is Mahomes' fourth championship game in a row now. Yeah. That's never been done. I mean, that's a really great point you raised. That's never been done before. And this, this is a Kansas dynasty, dynasty, however you want to pronounce it, depending on where you live. This team should go down as one of the best teams going. 100%. Well, Mahomes got to the championship game every year, hasn't he? Smith got him into yeah, the playoffs yeah. the year before. They should. So every go year down. as a starter, Mahomes has gone to the championship game. Yeah, yeah which is, which is great. crazy. But they do need to win again because we, we're watching a guy mirroring Aaron Rodgers, and you don't want Mahomes to finish with uh, one. I just can't see it happening. He's it, just, no, just but, too good. But in 2010, yeah. 11, 12, people were saying the same about Rodgers. Yeah, like, yeah, can't no, see it like, being his yeah, only yeah, Super Bowl, that, and it, it, you've seen how easy it is to lose. They could easily have lost this game, easily. And yeah, I mean, if the overtime rules were done the way that ninety nine percent of the world would think they should be, they probably would have lost this. Yeah, game. Yeah, but Mahomes didn't make a dickish comment when he got drafted, so that Karma mm. would keep coming back and biting him in the ass <laughs> Four year times. after yeah. year. We are going to get. Year. We are I know, but, but no, I'm just, I agree. Just not, so Dunk keeps listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to be rude to Mahomes or make fun of a physical feature of his, but if it was draft night, I wouldn't have wanted to interview him. Just, just saying, because if it's Kermit, the oh, was he? I wonder what you're going after. Going there. There's yeah. no, there's no other comment. Just he, well, you've, you've worried his you. brother might turn up. Walking the line, <laughs> yeah. season, you? No, I just. I know it's nearly your birthday, but don't get overexcited. If if you're starting a franchise and you've got a pick of these two quarterbacks, which one are you taking? Because, I, I mean, to your point, Griff, they're the best two quarterbacks in the NFL at the moment, and I, I'm not sure I could pick between them. I'll take Mahomes. Because he's, one, because he has done it, and Allen 
hasn't yet. And I think Josh Allen, he, he doesn't slide and he doesn't, he's a big guy. <laughs> he's a big guy, yeah. but he is, you know, we've seen it with other quarterbacks. He is one bad, you know, shot to the knee away from, you know, a, you know, not being the same player. I think Mahomes is a better natural passer of the yeah. ball. So I would take Mahomes for the longer t- term. I think that's why I'd take Mahomes as well, just because he is a better pocket passer. And I think the mobility, you're absolutely right, that is a key point in the NFL at the moment. And Mike Tomlin has come out and said, the next quarterback they have, he's looking for someone to be mobile. I do think that as Mahomes get, as they, sorry, as they both get older, Mahomes will overtake Allen just because he's. he's what, what's the what's the yardstick in Pittsburgh though? Because like I'd be a mobile. I was going to say, it's a massive table we're sitting around. He's currently doing a better job than Ben Roethlisberger at evading pressure. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, and I'm the biggest Josh Allen fan on the podcast. For the 10, 15 years coming, I'm taking Pat Mahomes, yeah. but I think most weeks I would rather watch Josh Allen. Because I think the way he takes off and runs like he could just kill anyone in front of him is incredible. And I also think if you put Mahomes on the Bills, I think you'd see that there are other deficiencies on that Bills team. The the Chiefs is a better team, uh, on offense at least. Uh, And I still think Andy Reid is the better coach. So I'm not sure it's an entirely equal comparison. But yeah, Mahomes is half a step ahead. And Brady was always half a step ahead of Peyton. You take the regular season out of it, as soon as you got to crunch time, it was almost always Brady. What was their postseason record? Was like nine and two. two. Yeah, yeah, it was nine one and two in favor of Brady. Broncos. And it will probably be the same for these two. But don't discount what the Bills have done. This was incredible. They they laid the ghosts of the Patriots. They just absolutely <laughs> destroyed them. And even as a fan, you couldn't help but be impressed that they could just crucify a team that badly. And then they went toe to toe with the Chiefs, and. There was one, I think there was a couple of things that we didn't kind of mention in terms of the game, which could have changed the complexity. One was Butker's kicking. Now, Jim told me he was injured. Um, I told you. That that was, <coughs> apparently, he, he, he tweaked himself a little bit before the game. <laughs> just, just as a warm-up. Term. Yeah, we all have to do that, don't we? That's what I do before <laughs> I come in here. I just make sure I've given myself just a tweak. A little cheeky tweak. Yep. Um, yeah, so obviously he missed the extra point. Missed an easy-ish field goal as well. Only 30 odd yards, wasn't it? Yeah, Skim, he had skimmed the post. Yeah. But let's not forget that, <laughs> that when they needed him in the crunch moment with like, what was it, a 38 or a 40, yeah. no, 49. 49 yard field goal with three seconds on the clock? He, got he it. nailed it. And that yeah. is what his career over, what's he been kicking now, four years? Yeah, it's not long. It, uh, he's been absolutely brilliant. And so, yes, he had a bad moment, but. He's a kicker who's never been in doubt there. There's never, there's, there's certain kickers you've all, like Mason Crosby, all right, he, I know he had. Dumb moments, but there's always this kind of ambiguity about whether he'll stay. Well, I, I think he's only there because Aaron Rodgers loves. Oh, loves but him. there's a lot yeah, of other kickers. Anymore. You know, like you look at what the Chargers have been doing yeah, with absolutely. that revolving door. He's there, are, yeah. there are safe kickers in the league, aren't there? Justin Tucker, Robbie Gould, yeah, Butker, Cooper, of course. And then there was no, there but Koo was, was released at the beginning, Koo, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there, that, and there are there are kickers that you're right. You've got no confidence in them at the moment. And then there was one other play which I think could have changed this game for the Bills. Which I think they were on the thirty-four yard line, and they were fourth and fourth one. one. Yeah, and in the first half they were on the forty-odd yard line and fourth and two, and they went for it. Josh Allen's going to get a yard, isn't he? He could just basically lean over the center and get you a yard. So uh, I think you forget you know, he's six-five, don't you? Well, they, they punted for the first time after thirteen drives in this game, and then they punted again. What two drives later? Yeah. So 
you know, Josh they had... lost a bit of momentum, you know, at key times, and then the game just went mental, didn't it? And then it was just a shootout. But the game had opportunities to to be finished in yeah. regular time. In the last two playoff games, Allen's rushing yards per attempt is 7.9. Michael Vicks was seven for his whole career. Just to put it into comparison, Michael Vicks viewed of that ultimate you know, starter in terms of rushing quarterbacks. Steve Young's was 5.9 as, as a comparison. But to be fair, if there's a dog fight, I want Michael Vick. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> An amazing uh, uh, are we going to get win? So overtime then. I was going to say, are we going to get? <laughs> yeah, into let's, this let's get our teeth into this. Um, <clears throat> another dog fight joke, yeah. Uh, so the overtime rules, as they are written, are you have you got your head in your hands there, John? Yeah. <laughs> as, as they're written, they're rough. <laughs> oh God! Steady on. Right, as they're written, basically the coin toss effectively determines yeah. who wins the game. Nine times out of ten. Come on, but there's been some magical moments. That we're going to get the ball and we're going to score. Do you know what? I tried to find today the stats on the percentage of teams that score a touchdown on the first possession. You don't have much on today. <laughs> I, just, I just Googled it once right. and I didn't get the answer I wanted. <laughs> I tried really hard there, then. <laughs> there, there, was, um, there was a stat from a, a couple of years ago, not long, like a couple of years after the rules changed. And it was something... It was lower than you think. It was only about 63% that actually score a touchdown on the yeah. first play. So it's not quite as... And I get with these quarterbacks, it changes. And it does change in playoff football. But it's not as cut and dry as you might say. I was thinking about this earlier. And actually, this, this is egregious. Because normally, we moan about overtime. Because it's generally two teams that can't win. Getting to the... And, Basically, they're going to play six or seven drives until eventually someone sort of looks enough to you get mean, to you, get to a kick. You didn't look forward to Jet Jags week seven overtime. No, like uh, you know, um, Bengals Steelers. Didn't we it? get some Geno Smith overtime this year as well? We did. <laughs> we did. We've had a lot of overtime, but it's you know it's been overtime every week, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's the first six weeks of the season there was overtime. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't dislike overtime, but a lot of the time it's really bad teams and. The percentages will be low. This is egregious mm. because you've got two so, good teams. And it's so that point then is where you get to the rules should be different in the playoffs. This even last week, right? Even in the in the wild super wild card round, there were some just pap card. teams that, that are in because they allow a seventh seed in. But in the playoffs, when you I mean you've just watched the two greatest quarterbacks of their generation duel it out, and it shouldn't end on the fact that one team got the ball and the other team didn't. That's not okay. Me and you were chatting beforehand. If you're in overtime and you win the coin toss, when are you ever going to elect to be defense? Oh, you don't defer, do you? No, no. you always you never so do. Then so you, you do that so you know you're likely yeah, exactly. to win. So it's not fair. The win, this was a couple of years ago, the win loss is 86, 67, 10 draws. Okay. So, so I was right, about 60-odd percent. 52 percent. 52.8%. Oh, it's not yeah. even that high. But, because, but that takes into all account all the terrible games in yeah. the season. It does. But in the playoffs, I bet you it's more yeah. teams that get it. But look at Brady in the Super Bowl. Like, you knew as soon as the Patriots got the ball in overtime against the Falcons, we all went, yeah. oh, well, we can go because we're just going to watch him march down well, the you, field. You've got Brady in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. You've got Brady in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, Chiefs uh, the year before. Yeah, how much did we complain when yeah. Mahomes didn't get the ball in that game? Because they would have won. Yeah. Well, and the Chiefs obviously did apply for a rule change yeah. after yeah. that and didn't get it. 
But it, the, the league needs to say, we've just had this spectacle. We do everything to make more money. Well, you can make overtime slightly longer. It's not going to really be to anyone's detriment, but you get a better, more satisfying yeah, end of the game. Because it did leave a really sort of bitter... Like, they just cut to, my, uh, to Alan sitting on the bench, and you're like, he's as effective now as I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, and I think they should look at the playoffs. But you know, it's no Abu Dhabi, is it? Like, let's let's be honest. You know, well, it wasn't as bad as that. It wasn't just taken away, was it? Somebody didn't say here. You know, you still got oh, to make those they, plays, and they paid defensive yeah. players a hell of a lot of money. You're suggesting Michael Massey didn't just hand the trophy. That is exactly what I'm suggesting. <laughs> yeah. just, just checking. No, no, and I, I think that's fair. We all well, know there's something. So, to be there. fair. No, I'm sorry, come. My point would have been irrelevant. Carry on. Well, that has never stopped you before. Yeah. <laughs> well, are they playing for the Lamar Hunt Trophy? Yeah. Who was the owner of the Chiefs? Yeah. Very, very suspicious, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> have they not only won it four times or something since not it was instituted in the 70s? Three times. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's nice that we're all in agreement. I don't know. If they don't change it now, they'll never change it because you've just watched a very sour ending to the best advert for the sport everybody loves at this table. And, it, and, and you know, and it shouldn't take away. Like, the Chiefs have done an amazing thing in this game, and it was brilliant. But you can't help but think, how long... I mean, they could have just slugged it out, or it would have been a field goal to win it, and the Chiefs might still have won it because they'd have had the next possession and so on. But at least then you could say, just, everyone had a chance. Yeah, and it just wasn't fair on Josh Allen. He's played a mistake-free game, yeah. and one of the best games he's probably <coughs> ever going to play. And he still hasn't had the chance to win. But you say that Mahomes is that extra yard ahead of Josh Allen. Well, that shows it. I know it's a coin toss that decides it, yeah, but it's a coin toss. Like, but you, you, know, but you still Allen have to march down the field. Oh, calling coin tosses before yeah. the game. Then he went zero oh and two in in this one. So oh, quick, quick, quick one. We, that we haven't uh, <laughs> we haven't mentioned is uh, how do we think our mate Mick McCarthy? Um, Felt watching watching them burn thirteen <laughs> Mick McCarthy thirteen seconds. Mick McCarthy. <laughs> I would actually just rather have Mick McCarthy than Mike McCarthy. A lot of bastards. <laughs> Look at those bastards in Kansas City. Well, thirteen bastard seconds. <laughs> I had fourteen. Still couldn't do it. I, I, honestly, I suspect Mike McCarthy watched this and thought, "Ah, we could do that." Because he doesn't seem to accept the fact that he's not very good. I think the biggest difference was that because the Chiefs had all three timeouts, because they got they actually had decent clock management, unlike what Mike McCarthy ever does, what it allowed them to throw into the middle of the middle of the field. It, it kind of created that whole basically the whole width of the field which which Mahomes could work into. Being as he is a clown, can we just call him Mick McCarthy going forward? I'm, I'm absolutely, yeah, I'm game absolutely for I think we're clown. all on board with like, that. Yeah, exactly. Bastard. <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, I also like the fact that you know we let Jim write the script this re- week, and he's written thirty-one points scored after the two-minute warning. And he had one job. Oh, you, you can pipe jobs. down, Bonko boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like, every week for my spellings. Oh. Um, Bonko boy. Bonko boy. I've he wishes. Called, I've been called that since I was in the early twenties. <laughs> this, this is very disheartening, if I'm honest. It's your birthday tomorrow, Paul. You can have the title if you're very lucky. <laughs> Right, wow. any more for any more on Bills 36, Chiefs 42. I like that Josh Allen is living up to the potential of the Bills by getting really close to the end and then failing. That's that's living up to the, the Bills mantra, you know what I mean? 
It's nice to see him doing that. He is easily the best quarterback the Bills have ever had. Like, I didn't... Oh. I, I, Jim, Jim Kelly got to fucking yeah, Super Bowls in a row. None of them. Yeah, and he Josh Allen's did have none the of them yet. Yeah, but if you... If you Put Jim Kelly and Josh Allen Thomas. on the same field, both in their prime. Josh Allen is a better quarterback. I'm sorry, that, game. that Bills yeah. that Bills offense was unreal. Yeah. So good. Have you seen this game? <laughs> Have you seen Andre Reid, Furman, Thomas, and him? Well, I did see Stefan Diggs's seven yards. Yes. And all, yeah, I know, but he caught a touchdown. Oh, what about his block on that guy that ran <laughs> on the field? Right? <laughs> so good. Best tackle of the game from the Bills. And it was the fact that he saw the guy and clearly thought, someone will get to him, but I could have him first. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a moment of pause and no one was really doing anything. You just thought, oh, this is my day. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> what a, like, why would you do that? No, no, I see what you're saying. And it is a different game and that's the point. But Jim Kelly, I don't know, he just... He wasn't that good. That, I've just watched one he, of the best two quarterbacks so in the league. Gonna, gonna, gonna the game plan that beat his, his offense is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> was Jim Kelly ever one of the top two quarterbacks in the league? Yeah, I would say so. I don't think he ever was. I would have to go and look up and see who was playing. I bet you every year... The guy he got to three Super Bowls? Four in a row. Four, four, in, a row. four in a row. He actually... Who, uh, who was the guy that was his backup? Because he didn't get all the way to one of them. Frank, the Bills, Frank Reich. Frank, Frank Reich, Reich got yeah. to one of them. Yeah, but and and yeah, and then he he faffed it every time against the probably one of the best defenses ever created. Yeah, yeah best defense ever created, and one of the dominant Cowboys team yeah. of the nineties. All right, uh, I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know why I've slandered them. Then got really funny that you slandered no them. <laughs> I was kind of on your side, but never mind. Whatever. Yeah, fuck those bills. Come on, Paul. You're in charge this week. Move us on. Okay, so before that game, we almost had another legendary comeback from old man Brady. So despite his heroics and Cam Akers fumbling, the LA Rams defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneer 30-27. Just a single Buccaneer. Yeah, just, just one man. Fair, it was late in the day that I typed this up. <laughs> you know what? I was sat there watching this, thinking Brady isn't doing all that much, and I'm going to have to listen to the same bullshit when it's not on him mm -hmm. he hasn't been that great the Rams are getting to him all the time you know he threw one interception and, and one touchdown he's been okay and I'm going to have to listen to it being all about Brady when it was all about JPP you know and, and that Bucks you know defensive line that's what it was about but I knew I'd have to listen to that bullshit this is this is the first Brady. game JPP's first time he's lost in the playoffs. That game. Yeah. I know, yeah. 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 Unreal. Give that man a hand. <laughs> as your brother would say. Uh, yeah, so the, the Rams were... The Rams were 27-3 up. And they throttled it away. <laughs> they gave up 24 consecutive points. And I think it's fair to say most people just assumed at that point the Bucks would win. 100%. Because we've seen Brady yeah. do it every time. But... The O-line was a problem. O-line? Tristan Worth. Well, o without yeah. Tristan Worth, they looked half an O-line. Jensen clearly wasn't 100% fit. And if you get to Brady, he's 44. <laughs> he's going to get beaten. He's, he's never liked being touched no. at all, has no. he? Oh, yeah, right. It was hissy fit as well. Oh, it was hilarious. It was brilliant. I think everyone smiled at that. Yeah, we did all that. Can't <laughs> kiss children like that, can you? Blood all over your lips, Tom. <laughs> but when you've got a, a D-line of Aaron Donald, Von Miller... Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. They should be pressuring most O-lines. Von Miller's made a massive difference because yeah. 
allows so much more space for Donald, doesn't it? It's just yeah, crazy. Absolutely. And there, there, there's a clip like towards the end of the game, and they were showing all the pressures Donald got on Brady, and it was just like it was play after play after play after play after play. It wasn't like just two or three. The guy was on top of him the whole game. There was one right, uh, I think it was near the end as well, where it showed like, well, there's Miller. He he's like an inch away, and there's Floyd. He's an inch away, and Donald. He's got he's bustled yeah. through two players. He's also an inch away, and like. It's just like couldn't cope. And just could, yeah. They didn't have the sack numbers. They it was only, they only fucking hilarious, him. quite yeah. frankly. They only sacked Brady three times, but some of the errant throws that Brady has made because he was under so he much pressure. He was pressured 17 times, yeah. which is the most in any game this season for Brady. Yeah. Good. Let, let, it was more about the, the Bucks defence turning it up because, you know, that second Cam Akers fumble was a great strip. Mm-hmm. He should have been holding it with two hands and he should have probably just gone to ground earlier, but it was also a great defensive play. And the other player that turned up to really drive that Bucks forward was playoff Lenny. Catching the ball, running the ball. like That was the big difference. Motivated Lenny. Uh, and <laughs> I need a contract, Lenny. Yeah. And uh, divisional game uh, Miller. Well, it turns up in a divisional game. Scotty maybe. Miller. Four <laughs> catches for 38 yards. Yeah. Um, and he'll never be heard of again. Yeah. Back, he'll be back, back next year just to turn up in a divisional, divisional game. But... Um, I don't know, Brady might not let him out of the closet next year. <laughs> Brady has made a career of like playoff wide receivers, yeah. though, hasn't he? Or made a lot of people's well, careers. Exactly, yeah. Um, Danny Amendola's still cashing a check so off he's it. Made he's a still lot, he's made a lot of receivers. Yeah, he was at the Lions, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Sorry, God. No, no, he was, was, he was, was at the Lions. He was yeah. at a bad team, right? Yeah, he's at a bad team somewhere. He was at another team and he wasn't very good. Surprise, surprise. Um, the Mike Evans touchdown as well, just to see. Um, he, was the he was at the Texans. He was at the Texans. He was at the Texans. To see um, Ramsey getting beat quite so uh, uh, easily, comprehensively, easily, comprehensively yeah. was quite fun to watch because like, Ramsey's brilliant, but it's it's just nice to see him getting beat in it. He, he played well oh, all game was, though, apart he, from that yeah, one yeah. play. He, he got absolutely schooled on that <laughs> one play, and like the look on his face was worth a million dollars. And Don can see we were saying during the game, like brilliant. he is still such a force. He got through to Stafford and absolutely trounced him and took a kick in like the groin and then basically it friendly. wasn't a it kick. wasn't no it was just a it was a flick of the it, leg it, it, it was a yeah. man trying not to get crushed by yeah. him Darwin can sue and he just threatened to kill his mate from when they were on the line I'm going to fuck years. you up I'm yeah. going to fuck you up it, I, I would have just left it, it wasn't the language he got done for it was the point it was the point you're not allowed to point no, are you no. so do you think of how many practices he would have been in a red shirt where he's been wanting to crush him <laughs> That's where JPP comes in handy. He can he can barely point. <laughs> <laughs> but Stafford, I mean, effectively, you're saying he fists people. Is that what he's just fisting in their general direction? Has <laughs> he got two fingers? Can we move away from JPP's hands? Stafford, Stafford. though, yeah, go like, on. Because you know, I got a bit of heat from this from James through. Uh, you were horny at one point because I said Stafford was on fire and. Oh, okay. uh, and I, I thought Stafford played extremely. Yeah, you picked the moment where he picked out the receiver who had no one within his stadium. Yeah, <laughs> if you watch, yeah, but if you actually watch the analysis of that, it was because Stafford moved to the safety with his eyes. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why Cup was free. And and you know, Sue's arm was in his face at the time when he threw to that open receiver True. on that last throw to Cup. Mm. He got ploughed into the ground again yeah, by Sue. You know, oh, he, stu- you're hoping for for your he stood there when there was pressure. You know, I thought Stafford was... Stafford had a great game. You know, like... <laughs> Stafford, Stafford, Stafford had the game... Over 350 yards Stafford had the game that they traded it? for. 
That's this is what they wanted yeah. because Jared Goff doesn't doesn't get that 100%. within that, field goal range. That last, that last drive, never forty two seconds left, and you're thinking if that was on the other side. If it was, if it was Brady, and forty two seconds would be too long. And there's still a little doubt in my mind. Forty two seconds, Matt Stafford, to I could really be a believe could, could be, be a pick. pick, could be a pick, and he absolutely pulled it out. He's of the got bag. one of the highest number of comeback victories, hasn't yeah. he? He has yeah. the highest because yeah. the Lions were always he now behind. has the yeah. most comeback victory since he entered the league. Yeah, yeah. He also has more playoff wins than the Lions in the last sixty five years. <laughs> in the last two. six days, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the last six days, yeah, he which lost is, his first three, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. But. This is why they traded for him. Yeah. Because Jared Goff doesn't make that throw. Jared Goff doesn't stand in that pocket. Jared Goff probably doesn't survive being hit that much. This is why... Yeah. I feel so sorry for the Lions. Do any fan of the Lions... I don't understand why you'd oh, grow up you know and what? be a fan of that team. <laughs> there is gen- there's, a, there's a great video doing the rounds on social media of a Lions fan, and he's absolutely screaming and shouting because he's so, he still loves Stafford so much, and he's just supporting him. And I think Stafford has that effect on, on the Lions. They still love him. But I think the fans appreciate he was a good quarterback in a shit yeah, team. He could not have given more. No, they're happy no. to see him doing well. I really like the fact that you know the Rams have built their team very differently to pretty much every other team. And it's just working. Like we mentioned Stafford, you mentioned Von Miller, he's had a good game. Beckham is almost looking back to what we know Beckham to be. Even bringing in Eric Weddle. Uh, oh, part well, that hit that on Mike Evans. Yeah. <laughs> he was so <laughs> lucky. <laughs> he was, but Eric Weddle has been a master stroke. Yeah. He'd been out of the game over a year, and then they phoned him up two weeks ago, and were like, so Taylor Rapp's out, and the other fellow's out. And he winning the two. Yeah, do you want to like have a go? And he's like, yeah, I'm fit. Still, still in shape. <laughs> he just turned up. The guy, he looks so excited to be there. And I, I think it's brought something to the defence that they wouldn't have otherwise had. He's so organised. He looks slow, but his brain is like switched on, peak Weddle, and that, and that was he was a great player. See, I, see, I think the Rams are the perfect team for Beckham because, like, they're just so excitable. Yeah. You know, with Sean McVay, yeah. they yeah, pass the ball a lot with Stafford. And um, unlike with Baker, see, if he only gets two passes a game, it's probably forty odd yards. Yeah, so he's happy because he's got some stats from Baker. That's like six yards. It's touchdowns as well. Yeah, and, and the funnier thing is that um, Beckham took his salary from the Rams in Bitcoin. And bit apparently seven hundred and fifty k, and he gets taxed on the seven hundred and fifty k, so it's only worth about four hundred k, and the price of Bitcoin has absolutely gone down the drain. So he's made about forty grand from playing for the Rams. So it's called shitcoin now. I I'm, I'm sure he probably got because he gave away a million, so I'm sure he got a bonus from Bitcoin to do it. But still, quite a funny little stat. Uh, we, we were saying on our way here, like where does Beckham end up now? Because this, this like, regardless of what they do, does he stay there? Because Robert Woods will be back. Yeah, that's the problem. Robert Woods is back. You're obviously not you're keeping Cooper Cup as your number one. Do you need three top wide receivers? And is Can Beckham, you keep three of them happy? Well, yeah. And is Beckham going to be sensible enough to realise he probably can't get 10, 15 million in, in a year in wages, but accept that he's on a team where it's his best ever chance to win a Super Bowl? This year, next year, the year after. It'll come down to cap space. If they can keep him, they will keep him, I think. Um, and he should know, Cup's on 20 million a year, isn't he? Something like that. He's worth every penny, to be fair. He is, but he, I'm sure he's on like 20 million a year, something like that. So, you know, and, and that's an expensive roster because, you know, you say they, they've built theirs differently, but they've built it very similar to the Bucks. You know, the, the Bucks is basically just a plug in and play, isn't it? You know, there's oh, not yeah, many. Yeah drafted players on that Bucks team. Brady just rang all his mates that he'd beaten for years and went, oh, do you want to be on my team for a change? Yeah, Cup is getting paid 18.3 million this year and another 18 million next year. 
Do you know as well something else that's important in this game is Matt Gay, the kicker, because he he has converted this season at a percentage of ninety six point six after the Bucks dropped him after they drafted him. Yep, like he has been outstanding, and it, and it's a running theme. Like three of the games this week were won by. All of the games. No, three of the games were won by last second field goals and then you had the, the touchdown, obviously, in the overtime game. But, like, the kickers were crucial this week. And Every we've been saying this game, yeah. all season. Like, the teams with the best quarterbacks and the best kickers are the ones that, that come to the top because they are your point scorers. Except the Bills, who decided not to use any field goal attempts. So bitter about this one. Um, when I just needed them to get two to win me £300 on a £2 bet. Bastards. I can't believe they didn't consult you. Yeah. Well, no. I know. Mean, Disgraceful. Terrible. One of my favourite tweets I saw today was, um, I, I go on the Twitter. On the Twitter. The Browns released a Pro Bowl level receiver because their quarterback can't throw a backside dig. Just talking about OBJ and the difference he's made since he's come into that team. It's true. Yeah. And they're going to stick with him as well. Yeah, there's got to be question marks at the Browns now. Like, still, like, I mean... Was there ever not question marks at the Browns? No, but even more question marks is, like, suddenly... All right, Beckham might have been a bad influence in the locker room, but he's suddenly gone back. He's gone to a, an organisation, and he well, Jalen Ramsey came flying. out this week and said his skills are unbelievable. He's not a bad teammate. Yeah, like how the hell did you? Could I start? should imagine when he's unhappy, he's a bad teammate. <laughs> At the moment, he's very happy. But, but most people, but that's on the coach and the management. Well, in any workplace, yeah. if you're unhappy, you're a bad. You you could be a bad. Yeah, member of but the that's team. Up to management to yeah. find out why you're unhappy and fix it. I, I think equally Baker is probably a bad teammate. Yeah, I agree. I, I think. You know, I mean, I think we, we don't need to go back over this, but I still think the Browns would have probably made the playoffs if they just started Case Keenum for half a dozen games, because I think that they'd have got more out of the team. The team would have played for him. I think there's a good chance Beckham could end up on the Bucks next year. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Because yeah, because um, Godwin's on franchise tag this year, so he's probably not going to be back next year because it'll cost a fortune. Yeah, uh, although Cup's on eighteen, Robert Woods is also on sixteen. Yeah. So and you've got Van Jefferson who is their long threat. Yeah. I, I just don't, I just don't see it fitting next year. The round, they're, the they're round, already at five million over cap. Yeah, I was going to say that looking at Sport Tracks next year, the Rams have got forty six players signed up and they're one hundred ninety thousand under the cap. There's a, there's a hell of a lot of teams that are in a way worse position. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Saints. Jesus. On that, Paul, take us on to the Packers game. <laughs> so, yeah. So, sticking with the NFC, Aaron Rodgers got a uh, taste of his own medicine and a stiff jab <laughs> from the 49ers as he was immunised from the playoffs. <laughs> was he, though? Does, does he do his own research and see if he can turn up next week? Well, I heard he, he was shouting so much he was a little horse-paced after the game. I think he's been immunised in the playoffs for the last 10 years, hasn't he? <laughs> anyway, Paul, move on. Sorry. So, yeah, the um, the Packers losing 13-10 to a 49ers team who um, had about a special teams unit, really, and just a giant guy on special teams. He's massive, isn't he? <laughs> Jordan Willis, the defensive lineman, just man-mountain, just reaches up and blocks a punt and... Suddenly, the 49ers have got a special teams unit that actually works. I don't know where that came from. No um, idea. I know the, the Packers are about 26th in the league or something on special teams. This was two of the worst special yeah. teams units in the league this season. Yeah, Not awful. just this season either, a couple of seasons. Yeah. And, and, and it shows you that you know, it doesn't matter what your strengths are, your weakness or your ability to work around it will be what gives you away. Uh, 
you mentioned earlier, like with the different dynasties that they've been. The Patriots were good on offense, good on defense, and good on special teams. They were really oh, no. great at anything, but they were also really terrible at anything. Yeah. And so n- there was never really a weakness to go after. But if you're great on offense, good on defense, and chuffing terrible on, on special teams, that will show up eventually. And these games where the best teams are playing each other is when it happens. Yeah, in close, there's, there's fr- the, the, of the three units, if you can win on effect, like if you can win on offense and you know <coughs> special teams, it if you can win two out of the three, you generally come out on top in these playoff games. It's not, it's not a complicated thing, <laughs> and yeah, they're they're making some making it seem complicated. I think, I think there was a few question marks at the beginning of the season with Robert Salah going around your defence because whilst you've got the great pieces you know was it Salah's motivation that was yeah. getting you there and uh, showed that was completely misguided that's yeah. the third uh, defensive coordinator now we've had under Shanahan isn't it yeah I mean D'Amico Ryans was the he was the linebackers coach under Salah so they I like the fact they promoted within hopefully they've got someone else lined up because I think D'Amico Ryans is getting job interviews and probably job offers after that performance Bring back Robert Salah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> but, I mean, to keep Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to, you know, basically seven points or one touchdown, and they had nothing for 54 minutes. Like, Rodgers was mute. Like, yeah. that's the, literally is the worst playoff game he's ever played. It was his worst game of the season, except maybe week one, yeah. where he didn't want to bother. I think he gets really cautious now he in was playoff so games. Cautious. Like he, he has dump offs to Devontae Adams or dump offs to Aaron Jones, and that is about as much as he can. It produce. wasn't. It wasn't until the. I think it was the end of the third quarter. You're really gonna go that far yeah, on dump really, offs? Do you know what? I, I, I picked my last words carefully <laughs> just so I could, you know, land it for him. Production of the dump offs is what, what broke me. It wasn't until the end of the third quarter until he targeted a wide receiver that wasn't Devontae Adams. Yeah, Lazard got one catch, got didn't one he? One catch. Lazard had one target, one catch. Randall Cobb had one target. Thank God they brought him in. I know, right? The organisations moved heaven and earth to keep him happy, and he goes and plays like that. We were, we were mentioning when we were watching Brady, you know, finding Scotty, Scotty Miller and yeah. uh, Johnson, whoever the fuck he was. And, yeah, well, you know, this is what Rogers wasn't doing. He's like got Brady no, could have found Alan Lazard <laughs> from a different stadium. <laughs> I mean, it was, I'm not going to lie. Um, I started watching this game and then I fell asleep. But because it was so fucking boring. You're not blaming yourself on I'm this I'm not one. blaming... I, I mean, tried. I have the review of every game so far, John. <laughs> I saw him watching no, this the, 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 He's a great no, advert for the sport, isn't yeah. he? There's two late games, and I regret actually staying up as late as I did, which then cost me the fucking exciting game. Because... I, uh, I it, thought this game was brilliant. I thought, oh, God. I disagree. <laughs> I, think it dep- I think if you're in the... It, it, if I have no... I, f- I favour the, the 49ers over the Packers. So I've got slight vested interest because your team owns my football team. Other are than that... Are you I suggesting th- you don't have a dog in the race like Michael Vick? Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, Before we've mentioned Michael Vick so often. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Michael Vick, this week's the Dayton land. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the quote that will never go away. <laughs> but defences were good, but there's also... It was just a lot of 
anemic offense, and oh, that's when I find oh, it really boring. No, no, I, I, I think, think I think defenses were great. Both the, so, both defenses. I, I, I have great. to agree. I watched the whole game, and I thought the defenses were superb. Yeah. From what I've seen, the Packers' offense was anemic because of the 49ers' yeah. defense. Maybe that's right, but it, it was like two in the morning, uh, and I was my. You're pretty tired. I was, yeah, I just couldn't be fucked. <laughs> well, I wanted some fucking points. Packers were seven three up with not long to go as well, weren't they? Yeah, so I think it was like five ten minutes three. Up. No, no other quarterback has ever lost four playoff games to, to one Ed team. One team, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> just that, that is that line. is the record. Yeah, the team that he wanted to join. They're going to regret not signing him. <laughs> well, that, that video just every every year. You know, I did see a lot of memes as well saying you can't lose the championship game if you don't get there. <laughs> I, did, I did text Duncan to say I thought he'd got very lightly this year because he wasn't with us to watch it. And uh, no one had really given him any abuse. He's coming for the Super Bowl, isn't he? Potentially. Well, I hope so. No, you think he's going, he's going to a, he's got a barbecue yeah. place, I think. Uh, the Packers also have seven playoff losses at home over the last 20 seasons, which leads to the NFL. So they are winning something. It does also mean now that the Niners um, are going to a 17th championship game, which is the all-time record as well. And here's my favourite. Here's my favourite. Jimmy Garoppolo has a 21-6 and career record as a starter on the road. No Second highest win percentage in the NFL since the 1970 merger. Now, oh. you, I, I've said it before, he's clutch. He makes some awful mistakes, but when you really need him, he's clutch. And then you set up your clutch kicker, who's never missed a field goal in the postseason. Boom. Did you see him? Attempt that Mahomes-esque yeah. pass yeah, yeah, yeah. for the second week <laughs> in a row. It was almost exactly. You could have played the video from last week. You went, "Oh, don't throw on the run, Jimmy. You've got a bad thumb, and you're not good at it anyway." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure that happened in the coaching room, right? Exa- then, exactly like then, that. Literally, <laughs> literally, like it happened again. Like, just throw the fucking thing just away. Pointing to point it on the video screen and slapping him with a stick. No, Jimmy. No, Jimmy. That's a bad Jimmy. With a sandal, no. <laughs> rubbing Jimmy. his rubbing his face in it, <laughs> Jimmy. No, Jimmy. The worst, the worst thing is, <laughs> we're calling Michael. He did it, <laughs> but he did it from the fucking twenty yard line. What the <laughs> fuck are you throwing it there for? Yeah, like, unless you've well, got a clear shot to the end zone, just throw it away. You said he hasn't got a job next year. I think he has got a job next I year. I think he might be playing Man. for yeah. you next I year. I think he's got a job next year, yeah. I think, well, no oh. matter, even if he's not with us, someone's going to trade for him. Oh, yeah. Some, he, oh, he'll he'll be a job. I just meant yet. He he'll he'll be know. starting, and he might be starting for you. because yeah. He may well do. He, he frustrates Shanahan. You can see it. Yeah. But equally, <laughs> you win loads of games. Yeah. And what more do you want? It's, it's like two, well, two championships in three years. Like any other quarterback and coach combination, they'd be like, that's, that's a dynasty. That's fucking amazing. When he's fit, you have a deep yeah. playoff run. Yeah, exactly. I know, I, I know it's not all because of him, but... No, it's mainly to do with Debo yeah. and the defensive line. Well, someone's, someone's got to get the ball to Debo, but... I can, I can do that. You know, I'm just Gary, doing a little dinosaur pass. Gary's the 31st most mobile quarterback in the league here, right? <laughs> He could, he could, he's anyone he's could do that. The way he hey, it's cold in here tonight. I don't care. I, I look like a shoulder man. It's just you look like coat. a serial masturbator rolled through a bedding shop. <laughs> but I'm warm. I'm really warm. I bet you are. So I think this is the one thing you want from Jimmy G, though. You want him, he's got the pressure this season from Trey Lance coming in and being drafted. You've got, this is the perfect way to deal with that and pressure. He still throws passes like that. <laughs> yeah, he's going to always make mistakes. 
but he has been clutch because most, he learned from Brady. Most quarterbacks throw interceptions. I think we sometimes get caught up on interceptions as a really negative thing. It must be that massive, it's negative. massive, it like negative. You know, waves of touchdowns he throws that I miss. But if they don't try, then what's worse? That, not even trying. That to 170 pass? yards with no, one touchdown to one big. I week. think the one thing I will that say, is not inspiring. They I, won. I will say this is you won. Aaron Rodgers hardly throws ever yeah. in ever any. Oh yeah, I'm rewind pleased. myself. I am pleased. You know, Aaron Rodgers hardly ever throws interceptions. Fr- Aaron Rodgers threw four interceptions this year in, in regular season. He didn't throw an interception on Saturday. Night. I much preferred it when he wasn't stripping off on the podcast. Oh, no, exactly. A little bit disturbing. Um, I've got plenty of layers. At the end of the day, yeah, the quarterback is really important on a, on a team, but you can win with an average quarterback if the rest he's of your not, team is good. He's not even an average quarterback. He's He's been fine. He's taken the pressure of uh, his successor coming in. He's taken the pressure of trying to succeed over Tom Brady and being hoofed out of that team. He's been to the Super Bowl and lost on, okay, that he could have made one throw, but but basically he played a really good game. The defence didn't stop yeah. the homes that day. And, and he's been now a second championship game. He's had injuries that he's come back from when we've said he's brittle and built Weetabix. And, he, and he's a good bounce back. Ability. And he's, I'm winning, not saying he's, all and he's bad. over seven hundred. You know, as a an away quarterback, so, so which you, is you, nothing. You're picking Jimmy to win the no Super Bowl, then? No, I'm no, not. No, no, I'm not. But like, I just don't think. I don't, I don't know what else as a fan you think you need. Like, you're not. No one is entitled to an Aaron Rodgers or a Pat Mahomes. So the next tier down, which is where he is, if you look at his stats, has got to be good enough. Yeah, you yeah, don't win more games this season with Trey Lance. You haven't met many 49ers fans. If you I've don't met fucking if two. You, if you don't think that we think we're entitled to an Aaron Rodgers calibre <laughs> quarterback. But you could have had Aaron Rodgers yeah, and you didn't. I'm we not having him four a, times. Yeah, so you don't need him. That's my point. A Patriots fan preaching on entitlement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fine. But have you ever once heard me complain about Brady going? Yeah. But after those 17 years. Did you? No, uh, he never really complained. Did I not yeah. offer to drive him to where his next destination was so we could move on as a franchise? Yeah, it's fair, he did. It, 49ers uh, defence was really good. 49ers defence was excellent. Nick Bosa was just immense. And Did he make the Pro Bowl? No. Uh, you know, yes. he made the Pro Bowl. He didn't make all pro. He wasn't all pro. No. Who was all pro? Max Crosby. You should have said. I, oh, I did. Um, what a player, though. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't see him peeing up bleachers. No. <laughs> if you hadn't sent that link, I wouldn't have seen Nick Bosa peeing up bleachers. Um, but also, you know, like, speaking of that, oh, I'll just tell this anecdote while we're here. You know, when you're sitting in the car with someone and they say, oh, I'm just waiting for, for everybody to turn up, I'm just going to nip out for a wee. And they go and stand behind their car and just drop trowel and start having a wee, but they've forgotten that their car reverse camera is still on. So you get to stand, you get to sit there and watch them have a nice long wee. You could, you could have not watched. <laughs> I was amazed that you didn't realise that was happening. I was just too busy laughing. To I've got stop. nothing to be ashamed of, mate. Your camera's pretty good. I it can see really the good, steam yeah. rising up. <laughs> <laughs> They're HD, aren't they? <laughs> it needed a zoom function. I don't know. That was it bro- it's very cold it out there. It is cold. Um, <laughs> like he was weeing out his belly button. Back to football. One thing you've all, Gary, we disagreed on. We kept Eric Armstead and we got rid of DeForest Buckner. Eric Armstead has been brilliant this season. And he's cheaper than DeForest Buckner. And I think for me that's you have you can't keep you can't pay every single player. And for me that was a great decision in terms of all right. We can't. We'd like DeForest Buckner. He is an immense talent, but we've got someone who might be not quite as good, but just as good. We don't have to pay him as much. Yeah, no. Like uh, uh, at the time, Buckner looked to me 
a mile ahead of Armstead, yeah. like a, a mile ahead. And you know, we didn't. We paid Armstead a fair amount of money yeah, still. No, you good, know, and good chunk of cash. And at the time, I just felt like it was a strange decision. And yeah, you know, Armstead's made some really big plays this year. You know, probably some of it helps with having Bosa there. You know. Um, so it just changes what he has to do. Sometimes people leave and it's good for everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's not the Eli worst, Apple. It's not the worst trade that the it's, the, the yeah. Colts have made <laughs> recently. Yeah, exactly. um, and yeah, I mean, like at the time you had Buckner, Armstead, D Ford, Solomon Thomas, Solomon well, Thomas, blah blah, blah blah blah. You know, I think Solomon Thomas has already gone. He's got he? here. He went to the Raiders this year. He went to the football team, didn't he? No, he Thomas. went to the Raiders. Raiders, but yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, like so, yeah. Th- Letting Buckner go was fine. Armstead has come through and been brilliant. <laughs> just, as well, it does seem whoever is there, you guys can just turn them into just think fucking it, yeah, superstars. It's the rotation of def- on yeah. the defensive line. Like there is Buckner, uh, sorry, there is Bosa, there is there is Armstead, and they're the two stars. But you've got so many other other players who kind of rotate in. Ibukum has a, has an impact when he comes on. DJ Jones had an impact. We mentioned uh, Jordan Willis as well. Like, it's just consistently getting fresh players onto the pitch to hassle the opposing quarterbacks. And speaking of the opposing quarterback, Aaron Rodgers playing for Green Bay next year, yay or nay? No, no. I don't think so now. No, so, so not I, a chance. I, I, I thought so. Yeah, you thought so. Um, you don't think so now, do you? Like I've re-looked at his contract situation. Have you? And it's fucked. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, he just has to ask for a trade and, and the Packers n- have to give him it's one. N- it's not even that, is it? It's like... I think it costs them 19 million of dead cap if he leaves, mm. and if he stays, it's 44 million. Mm. Bye, Aaron. Something ridiculous. He's going. He came out crazy. afterwards and said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild, and yeah. this team will be rebuilding. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to lose. Well, Zedaria Smith's contracts up, Bakhtiari's contracts up, Devontae Adams', Adams contracts, contracts up, and Devontae Adams said he's not giving them a hometown discount, no. didn't and he? they're already 38 million. Over the cap going into next year. <laughs> Jordan Love is fucked. Yeah, Jordan Love is not the answer. And yeah. not right now, well, anyway. Not know. from what we've seen. Yeah, but he ain't going to be the answer with no star left tackle, yeah. star wide out, star rushers. <laughs> Take out all the parts that make the team good Literally apart from the you. The three most important pl- pl- Rogers, Rogers is going. But if you're going to carry 19 million of dead cap space, you need to do it now because it's Jordan Love's third year yeah. next year. So you've only got... Uh, you know, another one more maximum, year. Well, two years if you was he, oh, was he first round? Yeah, he was first round. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah. five years, yeah. tagged. But first round, you're still going to start by the time you got onto the second year of the tag. It still gets reasonably expensive. Yeah, absolutely. It? So I think you know, Rogers is gone. They they need to this understand what they've got, don't they? Yeah. You know, um, the the they. bigger question is whether Rogers plays. Yeah, I don't know. He might well retire, but I think he thinks he can still win another Super Bowl. And I think he probably could win another Super Bowl. He has on got the right the talent. Team. It just it feels like he just hasn't got the attitude. But Maybe that's not, a green. Do you not thing. think Aaron Rodgers, in even in his own little bubble, looks at say Odell Beckham and thinks if he can move to another team and immediately have an impact, 100%. I can do a hundred times better than that. Hundred percent, he thinks that. And, and but he's only gonna, he's only been able to move on a team where all the focus goes on to him. If he goes to Denver, because everyone says Denver's a QB away from winning it. If it goes wrong, it's all on him. He's going to go to a team where but, that's where it is. But he, that's never going to affect him. But that's because you and I and the people at this table, mostly, feel that that's how they would be. That They'd be like, well, I've moved. This is now on me. I need to produce this. If, if it went wrong, wherever he goes to next, he's, he's just going to yeah, he'll just go, well, Elway didn't get me the right players or, you know, whoever, somebody got injured. But I gave it a shot. 
and and it won't it'll be water off the duck's back because he's not able to to take any of that on board he, it, and that's fine a lot of successful people are like that aren't they a lot of successful people are just like no i've done this this and this and it's everybody else's fault if it goes wrong rogers won't give a fuck if it goes wrong but he will not stay in green bay for a rebuild no way so no. he's already said isn't he yeah, yeah i think he's gone you ask one question on the running order here is mason crosby done yes yes Yes, yeah. he is. He should it's be. over. He should be. It's over. It wasn't his fault particularly in this game, but he's been coming towards the end. We watched Vinatieri play probably two years too long. Um, we've watched we've watched it happen with other players like Goskowski started to go off the boil, so the Patriots got rid of him. Yanakowski went off the boil. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yanakowski played a year too long. Mason Crosby had been a great kicker. He had a down year four years ago. He bounced back. He'd been great again. He's this not been, been good this dire, year. Yeah. And Rogers is the only thing keeping him there. Because he's Rogers' boy. So if Rogers is gone, he's definitely gone. And I think he should just retire anyway. Yeah. You, you don't want the Adam Vinatieri mid-season mercy kill? <laughs> no, one, no one wants that. No one yeah. wants that. So, um, yeah, that, that was that game. So You can tell when Paul hasn't turned his uh, running order over oh, in advance, can't you? He's got one more game left. Bef- before we potentially have a break. So, welcome back from the break. So, after a close shave there and uh, some, some cream hornery, we're back to discuss football. So uh, the the NFC number one seed out, the AFC number one seed, was taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, who um, actually only bloody won a playoff game, and now they wanted to make it two. So um, the Bengals, we've got to give a bit of time, because they had the worst record in football two years ago. So they're now in the AFC Championship game after defeating a pretty turgid Tetons, 1916. They were pretty rusty, the Tetons, didn't they? Sometimes the bye week isn't isn't great because I, I thought the Tetons came out and they were very sluggish. Sometimes deciding you're going to pin your hopes on your previously injured best player and just going with that game plan when it's not working is also an issue because uh, Foreman and Hillard would have actually been a better combination. They wanted to rely on Derek Henry. When it didn't work, plan B wasn't where the running backs had been really good. It was let's let Ryan Tannehill throw. Now, the interceptions weren't all on him, but there were three of them. He threw two terrible <coughs> interceptions, I thought. Yeah, two of them were bad. One of them was very tipped. Yeah. Um, but he's now also the only player How to could throw... very tipped? Oh, well, it, it wasn't just... It, yeah, yeah, it, was oh, you, up, you, it wasn't just like slightly just deflected. or not tipped. Okay. Oh, I, think I, there's, I don't there's, think he should have thrown that pass because no. he was right in front of <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> now, he's now the only quarterback ever to throw an interception with his first and last pass of the game and the first pass of the second half. I, I, saw, a, I saw a meme where he basically they just... You know, uh, Tannehill regular season in a Titans jersey, mm. and then Tannehill postseason in a Miami jersey. <laughs> yeah, well, which I thought, because yeah. Tannehill, you know, as great as he's been over the last two years, he has regressed in the in the playoff games. You know, Vrabel's got him out of some situations last year. Yeah, I think so. Look, well, no one's claiming he's the you know he's the next great quarterback, but he's been. Really, really good. He's been one of the better quarterbacks when you look at the two regular seasons combined over the last yeah. two years. Yeah, and he's top ten. And oh, I wouldn't go or around top ten. Yeah, he's around. Yeah, he's and then he's had top half. rough. Yeah. He's above the Dalton games. level. Yeah. He's not the reason he's We're not usually yeah. He's not usually the reason that the Titans <coughs> lose matches. He's normally pretty safe. But don't don't get this wrong, like they didn't do a lot else right either. No. Apart oh, from not an offense. Apart from the defense, the defense was defense amazing. Was no team has ever sacked a quarterback nine times in the playoffs and lost. So it nine is, it's times. Just, it's just the fact that Joe Burrow just kept bouncing back up and was like, "That's like after the injury he had last year and was like, oh, if he gets knocked down again, he could, that could be it." Now 
medical science has come a long way, and I think that just proves the fact that ACL injury isn't as bad as it once was because but he just looked like nothing bothered him. Well, if you can be that good, I'll have two. <laughs> two ACL injuries for me, please. The best medicine is confidence. <laughs> He's just stacked full of it. He's the most confident man I've ever seen. Yeah. Probably, well, second to their kicker, who we'll discuss shortly, I'm sure. <laughs> but We had a guy turn up to our fat lads uh, football club Played for six minutes and came out with two ACLs. <laughs> wow. Um, <Yay. laughs> so talking of somebody coming back from injury, Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, that is a, an absolute masterstroke in terms of an addition to the team. Just we want you. We're going to we're yeah. going to believe in you, and that shows it worked. Yeah. When he came out, when he was in the draft a couple of years back. If he hadn't been injured, he would have been a top 10 pick and the Titans wouldn't have stood a chance of getting him. They took a risk, like the Cowboys have taken risks in the past on injured players, um, and it's worked out beautifully for them because they can build that defence around him. He's He was immense on Sun Saturday. <laughs> That's During this game, yeah. During this game, yes. <laughs> so, I think in terms of... You've written in he didn't deserve to be on the losing team. No, he didn't. I, I completely agree, I think... It shows that Joe Burrow and that offense has got the ability to perform when their backs up against the wall, because it's going to be. Sure, there's a joke there somewhere. I'm going to leave it. No, that was but just, just a <coughs> It was just your turgid mind. Evan McPherson. There's nothing turgid in my mind. <laughs> Evan McPherson got the game-winning kick, and apparently just walked out onto the field. Okay, we're going to the AFC Championship game. Yes, great with it. Now this is this is the result of a team drafting a kicker. And absolutely doing their homework and getting it right. Now we've laughed in the past when kickers have been drafted early. This guy went in the fifth round, fifth round yeah. and he has been every bit worth a fifth round pick. Like you just don't see fifth round picks turn out this good very often. Yes, he's a kicker, but how many games has he won them this season? He's responsible for so many points. You mentioned it, isn't it? He's what he's had yeah. four field goals in consecutive games. He's the first ever player to do that. Like, we're talking Justin Tucker hasn't done that, who's the best kicker we've ever seen. It, it's incredible. The, the guy's just ice, and it, it's amazing. Yeah, and I think when when you see some of the other kind of earlier-picked kickers, what was the... Um, was the, the Bucks one they picked in the second round. Aguayo. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. They traded up for him as well. Yeah, second round, not good. Uh, where did uh, the career missile go? Was he not drafted as well? Third or fourth. I think he was fairly high. There's been some massive fails on drafting kickers. And and this guy has just been allowed to get on with it. And it'll be interesting to see what happens when he does make a mistake. Because uh, what was the Vikings? Blair? Blair, Blair Walsh. Walsh. Blair Walsh was brilliant for like three or four seasons. Had two or three ropey games and never recovered. Like he right. went to the Seahawks and the Vikings and was just terrible. Like, like one of us running up to kick. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when he has a bad game. But... At the moment, you ride this because you know if you're within 55 yards of the goal, you can get points. Yeah. It's incredible. 100%. And I think, like you said it earlier, so much should be on the kickers. You know, I remember Bill Belichick <coughs> franchise tagging Goskowski because yeah. it was that important. Everyone's like, oh, it's a bloody kicker. And then the Ravens did it to Tucker as well. Yeah. It's, guar- it's guaranteed points. Oh, some points are better than no points often. And in this game, they absolutely were. How long till Burroughs gets into that conversation with Alan Mahomes? Because that AFC... He's, he's is, in the next tier down. But he's, he's not he's top off the next tier down, I would say. He's not far off. I think he's the... Well, yeah. you're going to find out soon. 
Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Like, if, if you think it's going to be just those two... No, I'm no, like, not just those two, but he's behind them in terms of development, isn't he? It depends well, on... Yeah, what he's two years less in the league, yeah, isn't yeah. he? But... Or, or three, but, you know, in effect. So, yeah. But it depends what he does this weekend. That's the defining point. I don't think it is. I, 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 don't, I think it's too well, early. I mean, over the next 10 yeah. years, the, the AFC is looking, you know, silly. He's the next really? man up, isn't he? That in, you know, there's, there's those two. And, uh, like, he's just... so. If, if, if MVP voting started at week eight, I mean, mm. it'd be him and between him and Cup. Who do you take though, him or him or Lamar Jackson? Because I take him. Burrow, Burrow yeah. Burrow. Every day and twice on yeah. Sunday. Burrow, yeah. yeah. Burrow, do it every day and twice on Sunday. Absolutely. Your age, yep. Irish, <laughs> Catholic, well shaved. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's so good. Like, like the the Bengals haven't turned into a good organization over like over an off season. Like they were still a awful team last year, but. Like he seems to have just, I think it just he, lifted the whole franchise. His, yeah, like, Hendricks has been good. Jamar Chase is also ridiculous. That's the thing; it's a pairing, isn't yeah. it? It's not just one. It's a bit like Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey, and then you've got Burrow and Chase. You know, Chase. I think out of his 109 yards, about 75 of them were yards after the catch. You know, they weren't. Yeah. They weren't just on Burrow. It's the fact that Jamal Chase just makes plays. He's brilliant. And, yeah, he's he's head and shoulders above the other wide receivers there. But the other receivers there are just not just as good, but they're good. T. Higgins is T. Decent, Higgins, yeah. Tyler Boy. C.J. Uzoma. Yeah. He's, he's great. Yeah. They've always had good tight ends at Cincinnati, though. They've always made yeah. use of tight ends at Cincinnati. Was it Tyler Croft before? Tyler Eifert, Eifert. Tyler Croft. Oh, the but ultimate mullet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The guy with his ankle pointing the wrong way. Um, I think that both of them have had good success by having a strategy with their additions and their drafting. Because at the start of this season, the offseason, Joe Burrow had showed glimpses, but you were kind of nailing your mast to an injured player. Nailing yeah. your mast? You so know what I mean, nailing your flag to the mast. <laughs> It's a I want to nail my mast to it. Yeah, I'm going to nail another mast to this mast. Okay, yeah. they they have showed a degree of faith in <laughs> Joe Burrow when he'd they had a period of injury. Colours to the mask is what you were looking for. This argument's a damp whimper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think basically this, the Titans' defense. If you were that Titans' defense, you'd be proper pissed. If you yeah. if yeah. you sack a quarterback nine times, your offense win. should win the game. The joint playoff record nine times. That's what I mean. Yeah, you, yeah. They should win the game. You know, they the, Bengals, the, the Bengals only had to score nineteen points to yeah. win this game. Yeah, and you know you've got Julio Jones. You know, I know he's you know aging Julio. He's not the same it's not Julio, happening, is it? but actually he was moving a lot better yeah, the last couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah. AJ Brown, you know, has looked okay since he came back from being injured. Um, maybe not quite who he yeah, was last season. But his touchdown catch was, was just was incredible. S- but yeah. so, so I do think this loss probably does sit quite a lot with Tannehill. Yeah, he had his worst game of the season at the worst time. Him and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, he loves being in that conversation. <laughs> I, I, I went with the Bengals throughout because I just never saw this Titans team doing well in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. All good they, over they here. Should, and they should do because they're, they're, they're built for playoff football. They've got a great defense and they've got a, you know, ordinary. Actually, no, they've got a good running game. Even without Derek Henry, their running game has been fine. 
Oh, but I've just seen. What, I just realised what's going on. So, um, but yeah, the, the, but this, the, I always think actually, they're, they're they're not a like borrow to chase or you know you look at the other teams in the AFC playoffs. They that there's there are exciting offenses, whereas I always feel Tennessee are stagnant. Uh, and rather stilted Tony compared Moore's to the others. stagnant is what Paul's just done in this room. <laughs> I see what, but you say, you know, I know what's going on here. It didn't feel like Mike Vrabel and his coordinators did because give it to Derrick Henry, not working. Well, let's continue doing that for four quarters. Yeah, did it 20 times and he had 62 yards. That's yeah. just try something else. Foreman's been fine. And he looked good when yeah. he got the ball yeah, when in he this got game. Ball, yeah. yeah. But but also, four carries? You know, four carries. The, the Titans beat, more than Henry. It's crazy. The Titans beat a lot of good teams yep. this year. Yeah, they, they did. They really did. And mm, I think it's just one of those they're going to have to, I think they're going to have to go and look in the mirror and go, what went wrong on Since offense? Since 1975, they've been the number one seed three times. They've been eliminated first game every time. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it is, it's a really... Run. They weren't number one seed last it, year, were they? I think it uh, makes the... The championship game, though, in the AFC, very interesting. Because if you said to me, Titans-Chiefs, I wouldn't hesitate to say the Chiefs every day. Well, I know we're going we're gonna to get to that game in a minute, which is fine, but it, I, I don't think they're difficult to pick. I don't think either of the championship games are difficult oh, to pick. I think they're difficult. Bengal, Bengals beat the Chiefs like four weeks ago. Yeah, wasn't yeah. yeah that was in Cincinnati. Oh, but that's Steve Spagnuolo has now had a chance to look at that offense in person. Yep. Well, I mean, we can go straight well, into it. So let's let's just go straight into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's why okay, I that's started that's talking about it. I was reading the notes. Clever, no, but clever. nobody takes directions from you, Gary, because you don't normally pay any attention. I know. Behind, behind the scenes there. I haven't read the notes. No. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, I'll carry on the point I was making then. All right. I wish you would. About the Titans or the AFC You're going to trim this game. podcast down using the new ball shavers, John. <laughs> no. Oh, I was trying to bring it back round to the sponsor and everything. Right, go on. Not yet. So... The Chiefs have got very good coordinators. Andy Reid is, you know, the tactical walrus he is. Well, and, he des- <laughs> and he desperately, desperately, he desperately wants another slice of cake. Oh, definitely, yeah. Tactical, tactical walrus. Well, you know one, but <laughs> does that does that brilliant. not describe him? Yeah. To be fair, if he said coach tactical war- at walrus, we'd all say Andy Reid. So yeah. yeah, it's absolutely spot on. So they know how to adapt. They know how to correct something. Which, you know, their defence earlier this season was horrendous. Mm-hmm. So they've known how to change it. I think the Chiefs will just beat the Bengals. That's my, well, I think. I don't even think it's going to be that close. I, I think it'll be close for three quarters and I think the Chiefs will pull away. I've got no hesitation it, picking the Chiefs at all. I, I, I agree. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think They're going to win the Super Bowl. I think it will be closer. They're going to win think. the Super Bowl. The, the Chiefs defence. Yeah. The Chiefs defence isn't as good as the Titans defence. No, Burrow can, if he just carries on that same form, he can make things happen. But the Bengals chase. aren't as good as the Bills. What, what so it'll by be, that same logic, yeah. the Chiefs will win. It'll oh. be a shootout, and Mahomes beats yeah. Burrows yes. just in a shootout. So you're probably talking another 40 to 30-odd point game. Sounds amazing. It is, it is going to be an amazing I game just to think, watch. I just think the championship game is going to be a big letdown after the divisional weekend. I look forward to sleeping through it. Um, <laughs> so I'm going 9-6 to the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> Quite often, the team that wins the regular season matchup loses the postseason matchup. Well, that's matchup. funny you should say that, because in the NFC, the uh, the Niners have, have beaten the Rams like six games running, but they're going to get absolutely trounced. 
No. I think the Rams by 10 or 12. I, I don't think any divisional matchups very rarely lead to trouncing. Yeah, I know. But this so one, this, I, it's I a game too far for the Niners. I don't think it will be a trouncing. Um, I think it's going to be, t- again, I think it'll I've, be tight. I've been that. big on the Niners. I said they'd walk the Cowboys. I, I really, really felt all season they'd get into the playoffs. But this Rams team is peaking, and I think the Niners have already peaked. I, I, you know, obviously, I'm the only person around the table that took the Rams at the start of the season. Bing, 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 bing. That's Gary Bingo, Jim. Gary Um, Bingo. But, you know, so I will say the Rams will beat the Niners, and I think they they have the more talent on that roster. That's why they won the NFC West, you know, which is a, a tough division. So the Rams should, and I think probably will, win the matchup. But you can't, you cannot predict it'll be a blowout because those teams know each other so well. Shanahan is in McVeigh's head quite clearly. You know, they've known each other for a long time. They play against each other twice a year. So there's definitely, you know, McVeigh worked for Shanahan, you know. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's definitely something between those two guys, you know, where Shanahan's got something a little over McVeigh. Yes. You know, and I think the only risk to the Rams is they try too hard. I was going to say. To, to prove the, something after last time. If the 49ers take a lead, and maybe they take a lead by 10 points, just say, yeah. I feel McVeigh goes too aggressive. Like, he do, he immediately goes into panic mode, whereby he throws, like, See, deep 40 yards. That's how they lost. McVeigh the, nearly That's went. how they lost the second, the second game. Yeah. Because they threw a 40-yard bomb on first and 10. Yeah. McVeigh nearly went 45-0 leading at half-time and then nearly lost two games yeah. in a row. But a lot of people have said over the last couple of years, oh, Shanahan, he's got to go, he's not doing, he's not getting it done, not getting it done. Actually, I think he's a better coach than Sean McVeigh. Yeah, he gets more out of less than Sean McVeigh. 100%. I just happen to think that when these two teams match head-to-head, and I know the results this season don't show it, I think the better squad is the Rams squad. It is, it is the it best. Is. And, and I just think Matt Stafford has just had one of the best games of his career. And when it comes down to it, both of these quarterbacks are likely to throw an interception. Yep. Jimmy G's is likely to hurt his team more. Yeah, I just think the Rams can can score more points. Yeah. And I don't think you can get to a Super Bowl by keep scoring less than 25 points every game. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And that's going to be the issue for the Niners if, if it transpires to be that way. If and the Niners then, are ahead early, you've got a good chance. And, and but if, if you fall behind... And if you trouble. then go to the Rams, say Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl, then that starts to get like really, really crazy. Oh. I think the Chiefs are beating anybody. I, I think want, it matters. I, obviously, I want the 49ers to be there, but there's a big part of me that doesn't because I want to enjoy the yeah, Super I Bowl. I said to Jim on the way here, do you want to lose this game or do you want to lose I'd much rather, <laughs> in the Super Bowl? I'd much rather I don't, lose, I don't uh, want to lose no. to the Chiefs again. I don't want no. any essence of hope. <laughs> so taking, taking our loyalty out, out of this... Essence of hope, isn't that what you did earlier? Yeah. Yeah. No, essence yeah. of shine. Gary's yeah. just starting to believe. <laughs> nearly. Nearly. I said the word nearly. I never stated I was starting to believe. Taking away that loyalty to the 49ers, I absolutely would love to see a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. Rams Chiefs Super Bowl is now the best game left. So Bengals 49ers Super Bowl is on its way. No one wants a Bengals 49ers. I want a Bengals 49ers 49ers Super Bowl as well. Because Bosa breaking Joe Barrow's other knee, I could watch that. In all fairness, Bengals Rams would be worse because I think the Rams would, would destroy... I really do. So, yeah, that's fine. But the best possible scenario for a neutral is Chiefs-Rams. Yeah, i probably agree with that. Yeah. That's the yeah. best recipe for a really good high-scoring game, which most people want to see. I think like, you could definitely get a mid to late 20s, you know, each team, that you know, one-score game yeah, yeah, yeah. with those two teams, yeah. you know. 
Remember the last time Sean McVay was in a Super Bowl and it was oh, it was like Owen oh free at half time. You get taught a lesson. I've I predicted at the start of the season a uh, 49ers in the Super Bowl and I am not changing my mind. Uh, so who had that on their John Bingo Bills card? Bills Niners Super Bowl. Bills Niners Super Bowl. And so you changed your mind on the Bills. So I've changed my mind on the Bills as they're, they're now out. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're not I, the only one who had the Bills, are you? I had the Bills as well. I had the Bills as well. I had the Chiefs. I, I predict the Bucks. The, it's the Chiefs all the way for, for me now. But um, so we just we didn't see the Detroitness in Stafford come out last week, and I think it's going to build up, <laughs> and I think it's going to come out. And um, so it's whether you believe I, defense still wins championships because is Whitworth the, the, back this week? Ding 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 ding. Because That's Gary Bingo again. There. No, no, because <laughs> the two best defenses are in the NFC. Quite clearly, quite clearly. So, the, the, you know, if, if, the, those, if that pressure builds and those scores start coming down, then, you know, in, in a Super Bowl, that could really, you know, that Rams defence is way better than the Chiefs defence. Yeah. The thing that worries me for this week is the 49ers defensive line and linebackers, fine. Cooper Cup against that, the, the corners and the, the, the that, that is uh, not a matchup. Yeah, but they're not, they're not playing a retiree at cornerback anymore. <laughs> Plus, we said this with Devontae Adams yeah, last week. Yeah, I was going to say, Devontae Adams last week. If the quarterback's only got like 1.8 seconds to get rid of the ball, doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. how far you've run, they're not going to get the ball there, are they? Uh, well, that, you know, I'm, still, I'm, picking, I'm picking the 49ers to win, but I am also worried <laughs> that, you know, you know if, they, if they can hold the... the 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 defensive line, Cooper Cup could absolutely torch your secondary. I'd like to be absolutely se- torch them. I'm going with the 49 as well, just purely because I want to see these two on the 13th of February in this room. Yeah, that, I I would love to see that. That Super Bowl would be really turgid. Yeah, it would again. be turgid. Remember, like, we watched last time we went ahead and Mahomes broke our hearts, but this time you didn't break my heart. No, no, but this time got a fucking boner. <laughs> This time, we, there's no way we're taking like a 17 point lead or whatever. We're just, we're just going to be behind all the way through. It's, it would just be disappointing. McKinnon revenge game. It's not our fault. He he never got he was on the always field. Injured. Yeah, he's revenge against your physios. Yeah. So I think we, we've got clearly a bias of the people who support the 49ers don't <laughs> want them to win. But everyone else does. So if we then go. Yeah. <laughs> So we've we've got who we think are going to go for predictions, and there's obviously some other bits just around the league. So um, I'm going to start with Sean Payton refusing to commit to the Saints. So is the uh, fairy tale over? He's waiting to see what happens at the Cowboys or the Giants. He wants to be the Cowboys coach. Yeah, I'd say he probably does. He wants to be the Cowboys got, coach. Yes, he has got strong ties with the Giants as well. Yeah, he does. He wants I to be just the Cowboys coach. But yeah. He also has a brain. <laughs> True. Yeah, I, I I think there's a very good chance he'll be back with the Saints. I, yeah. I, I think he's probably taken some time just to think, right, next year I've probably got Jameis. Can I get to the playoffs with Jameis? He doesn't want another year without any playoffs. Oh, I think there's a chance he takes a year off. He's on a four-year deal still. Something like that. I don't know. So if he, if he is still, oh, con- if he's still contracted <laughs> to the team, like, like Arians when he left the Cardinals, they'll have to pay for him with picks or whatever. So, yeah. so I, I think he, I think Mick McCarthy, bastard, will get um, 
we'll get one more year. I think Jones won't 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 nah. won't. I think if Sean Payton makes dangles the carrot of being available, I think Jerry Jones is yeah, exactly, exactly the sort of person yeah. that says, "On your bite, Mick." Fuck that, bastard. And and <laughs> uh, and in comes Sean Payton. 100%. I don't see it. Yeah, no, I completely Payton, agree. Payton's uh, got a contract to twenty twenty four, but does he take a year off to promote his Netflix movie? Uh, yeah, oh, starring Kevin James. Sorry, Kevin James. Fucking looks awful. Believe it. Showing him that his that. son doesn't. Really How have I never heard of this? What oh, is this? It's coming out. Last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making a, They've made a Netflix movie about the year he missed for Bounty Gate, and he goes and he goes and coaches like his son's a, high school team or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks, looks fucking terrible. awful. I mean, I've we got, will be reviewing it when it comes out. I know what rectal gas smells like, and that that just. That sounds like two hours worth of rectal gas. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. We thought we'd, we'd, we'd watch it before the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think that has to be done. <laughs> a viewing party. <laughs> a viewing party. <laughs> yeah. It looks so bad. So I think that, that's going to be interesting to see how that works out. I think the other thing in terms of working things out, Joe Shane's come in as the GM. Is that how you pronounce it? Shane? Joe Shane. That's not how you pronounce Shane. S-C-H-O-E-N-E. I checked the spelling on that one as well. Shun. Joe Shane. Joe Shane, it is Shane. The Giants. Well, I don't. I don't think you've got much chance because he can't spell. <laughs> so, you guys who don't follow the Giants' social media because you know you're you have you make right decisions. Uh, yeah, Joe Shane. Apparently, all we've been doing is seemingly interviewing anybody who's ever worked for the Bills. Yeah, it's not a bad place to start at the moment, is it? No. And thank you for complimenting my life choices because that has not been a thing recently. <laughs> I think it's a good hire. Like, it makes sense to hire someone from a good organisation. I mean, to be fair, if you're getting praised on your life choices by a flatulent Giants fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. But who's going to be your head coach? Brian Dable. He's the favourite. It is rare that a GM comes, a new GM comes, and he brings someone from the same team. It is rare that ha- actually happens, isn't We've it? just completed an interview with Dan Quinn as well, the Giants has. <laughs> I think you absolutely need an experienced head coach. A first-time head coach would be a catastrophe. We've done, we've done, McAdoo, Shermer, Shermer, Shermer wasn't a, but he was. He'd been backing uh, as a coordinator for a while. It would be a and judge, era. judge, <laughs> judge will have a good career in college, but or maybe back, oh, you'll in the go back to being a coordinator. Oh, I don't think Todd Bowles is getting anywhere near enough. No, no, no but. I suppose he's only been able. You can't. In, you couldn't interview him until today because he's been. Think. Uh, oh, you could. Yeah, you can. This, oh, fair enough. This just seems like a bit of a. we were interviewing last week. They haven't brought that rule in. Yeah. You're still Byron, allowed to interview through the playoffs. Iron Leftwich has just finished his second interview with the yeah. Jacks. Some some of the coordinators last week were leaving their teams to go for interviews. The he, whole process is crazy. Wasn't he a QB at the Jacks? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's. Um, was it the double the bowl? Uh, Dable. Dable. I'm, I'm Brilliant. <laughs> Brian Dable. <laughs> Fuck well, off. Brian Dable. <laughs> uh, you go to school with him? No. But yeah, uh, who knows? Is he a head coach? He dabbles. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Dable. I hope he gets it now. Just so we can have him on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Carson Vents and Brian Dable. So... I think he might turn on the Boncos. <laughs> Looking at what the Giants are doing, it just feels like I won't say too much about the Giants, you know, because I hate them with every fibre <laughs> of my being for being that, for making me support them. It just feels like a bit of a culture change. They're actually taking their time. They're not kind of hey, he works at the Patriots. Let's hire him. I like the fact that all the co- all the teams who need a head coach are taking their time this time. 
Yeah. And I think, apart from the fucking Texans, who, they took their time firing. They took their time firing, and I thought, as I said, I thought because they had a plan. No, 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 they just uh, just wanted to get rid of him. And they've they've interviewed Josh McCowan. The Josh McCowan theory is one of the best things I've heard recently. And apparently... Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. They have, I think, I, I did read that they are waiting to see if anyone else interviews Josh McCowan to see if hiring Josh McCowan would be such a stupid thing. But that just seems like going to the stock market. Like, you see, like, just having a worthless product. Hey, I've bought loads of these. Does anybody else want these? No, because it's clearly rubbish. To be just fair, Josh McCowan has spent a lot of his career learning both the team he's on's playbook and the rest of the league's. Yep. No one is as a even as a coordinator or anything. That's fine. You as this franchise, you cannot hire a first-time head coach who's never coached anything. He's, he's not even coached little league. But if you uh, need a spare quarterback, high school. Oh, okay. all right. He has not coached any sort of adult level. It, it frees up a spot on the practice squad. <laughs> you can't. I mean, I really hope they when do. You don't have many picks because we we haven't got Urban Meyer to poke fun at next year. And if uh, if the Texans pick Josh McCown, I can't poke fun at Josh McCown. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is. But the Texans, the Texans, the Texans. I can happily poke fun at the Texans. Yeah. He could be the first player coach. <laughs> well, would he be better than uh, what's his name, the quarterback there? Uh, Davis, Davis, Davis Mills. Miles Davis. Davis Mills had, in my head. had a good season. Yeah, exactly. So, is he going to just be the backup quarterback? Backup, backup quarterback. He's still going to be a player. Well, when we talk about... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The current backup quarterback is uh, facing uh, some rather distracting uh, <laughs> extra, extra... Well, you know. Oh, what's Tara Taylor done? Yeah. Uh, no. I'm besmirching the name of uh, Deshaun Watson, who thoroughly deserves besmirching. <laughs> Allegedly. He'd love, Allegedly. A good, he'd love a good besmirching. So, uh, yeah. Sticking with teams that make silly decisions... The Las Vegas Raiders apparently are looking at a swoop of Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. So we were talking about um, them getting you know, like a superstar head coach to bring fans to Vegas. Not it. No, they will. They will. Like, have, you, have you seen, name, have you seen their owner with the terrible haircut? Like, <laughs> literally. Mark like, Davis. His hair is ridiculous. Josh McDaniels is a name, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It's not out of the... The realms of Josh McCarthy. Oh, I, I still think it'll be Jim Harbour. So do I. I think it'll be Jim Harbour. I can't see the casual fan turning up because Josh McDaniels is there. No, I agree. Unless they want to watch a, a barn fire start because he won't <laughs> be very good. Yeah, he was awful at the Bonkos, wasn't he? He was awful at the Bonkos. He's if not going anywhere, Josh McDaniels. If it's Jim, if it's Jim Harbour, then it creates a difficulty with, G, with the GM position because I think the GM position then is almost a Mike Mayock null and void. Position, but that's okay. You, you can have Harbour make his own decisions. Like he he's a, an experienced enough coach that you can do that. He's one of the few that I would be like, all right, he can bring someone in to help him as opposed to the other way around. I have no problem with that. But if they bring in Josh McDaniels, they'll be getting rid of him in two years. No, oh, I agree with that. So what's the point? You'd be better off bringing in you. Yeah, but you're talking to hey, I, I I won a Lombardi Trophy on Madden the other day. I mean, I cheated horribly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the Raiders. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the Patriots way. So, could you do do me a favour. Go on, go, go on your phone now, and just look look for Mark Davis, <laughs> and tell me what the suggestions are for Mark Davis. Get the a haircut. The, it will be. Get it's a, all about like, his hair. His Mark hair Mark Davis ridiculous. Raiders. Next suggestion: Mark Davis haircut. <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. Oh, I've, got, I've got Mark game. Davis' children, then Mark Davis' snooker, and then Mark Davis' hair. Mark Davis's hair is amazing. We, we, we don't compliment him enough. But, I mean, this is coming from me and Paul, who've got no hair. <laughs> you're, a multi, you're a multi-millionaire, but you get the cereal bowl out. <laughs> For some really weird reason, I've got Mark Davis' caravan as well. And then Ram- he probably lives in one. And then Rami Malek twin. Well, I don't I think we've got a bit off piste. Google, well, that's not like Google's us. Google's brilliant. End of the season, we've got a few time. Brian DeBong. <laughs> Leave it like that. <laughs> yeah, so you're not bothered that no one's hired a replacement coach yet? No, I think it's a good thing. I mean, I don't think there's a, there isn't a star candidate out there. Brian Flores is the star candidate. Yeah, but is he after everyone says he's a dick? I was going to say, there's a, there's a, there's is Bill Belichick not a dick? Yeah. Bill Belichick's won, so he's yeah. allowed to be And that's the difference, agreed. But Flores has had three seasons where he didn't get into the playoffs. I mean, yeah, he's had two winning seasons. Two so we winning think the seasons. only reason he's not been appointed is because he's a dick. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You can tell him. I, I, I will. <laughs> but I don't think there's a... If you listen, he'll, he'll, he'll get a job, Flores. won't he? He'll get a job. Yeah. I think you're a dick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any one candidate that every team is fighting over this year. But no, normally there is like no one star. Do you know the only the only candidate whose name I've heard banded around by players is Rich Passaccia because yeah. all of the all Raiders, the Raiders come out and say, "Can we have Rich Passaccia yeah. back, please?" Why would you Why would you risk disrupting what has been a competitive dressing room? But they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna give him the the position. But uh, it's just it he, hearing up. less and less about Keelan uh, Moore as well. Keelan Moore, yeah. Keelan Moore. Not hearing as anyway. Well, it's hardly a surprise shock. after the Cowboys shat the bed, is it? If he's the play caller and he did that run, he should never be a head coach. It probably was him. Eric Bieniemy versus him. I mean, what, what does Eric Bieniemy never? He's been great. I don't get it. I, I saw a gif that was suggesting it's because he's not a polished little white boy. Yeah, I think the, the, the Polish, <laughs> Polish little white boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all um, the Polish coaches in the league. <laughs> we talked about Janikowski earlier, weren't we? <laughs> The slight of the enemy is, I perceive slight, I think people can't, people say, oh, is it him or is it Andy Reid? Yeah. He's been sitting on, he's been learning from the tactical warriors for both, years. They're both, so they're they're both offensive tactical warriors, ah, aren't they? Exactly, both, yeah. You know, Matt Nagy's so hurting Biennemi at the moment. Yeah. He must, enemy just must be the worst interview, like just refusing to talk. <laughs> what are you doing? In, what, where, do you see, where do you see this organisation in five years' time? Your mama. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to help, is it? Ultimate final will end. Moving on quickly. Uh, another bit of news that just hit Twitter. Antonio Brown has said that the next quarterback he wants to play under is Lamar Jackson. But to, to Anyone see Antonio Brown joining any team? But to be fair, he's got family there. Yeah, I know. Marcus Brown's his cousin. Cousin. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can really see Harbaugh going for that. <laughs> it beats Jesus shit out Christ! Of it, he? He's got you lined up first. John with his massive catch radius will be shocked. Delusional if he thinks anyone is going to sign him, right? <laughs> Someone will sign him. Someone will sign him. Yeah, they they will, yeah, yeah, because people get desperate. There are, there's a lot of bad GMs, bad owners out there. Someone will sign him. How bad is this? Who's listening? You know, I'd like to go on a date with Lily James, but you know, I don't get to make that decision, do I? Right, Maybe you need to put it on Twitter. Painfully hot. Yeah, put it on Twitter. You should. It's your birthday tomorrow, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. Make a wish. Any more for any more? That's it. So, thank you for listening. And um, next, yeah. So where we? Choice, you're here. Oh yeah. Well, thanks. 
Um, we'll be back next week after the um, the championship games. See ya.